This is the Engines of Our Ingenuity, made possible by the friends of KUHF Houston. Today, a composer unblocked. The University of Houston's Music School presents this program about the machines that make our civilization run and the people whose ingenuity created them. Have you ever wondered why they call it writer's block? After all, non-writers get stumped and blocked from time to time in whatever work they do. But writers get to name things, and true to form, they name this universal affliction after themselves. That got me thinking about the composer Sergei Rachmaninoff. Rachmaninoff reminds us that there really are two kinds of writer's block. One is saying you don't have any good ideas. Another is decreeing that the good ideas you have aren't good enough. Now, you can't blame Rachmaninoff for feeling this way. He'd been utterly savaged by the critics after the 1897 premiere of his first symphony. One reviewer compared it to the Ten Plagues of Egypt and suggested its composer had studied at a conservatory in hell. Those weren't exactly words of encouragement. Rachmaninoff was already a moody, intensely self-critical personality. So it sent him into a deep funk. Maybe he would come out of it on his own. Or maybe he would just become a pianist. But his concerned relatives came up with a more proactive course of action. They sent him to see a hypnotist. Enter Dr. Nicholas Dahl. Dahl was a physician with training in neurology. We don't know exactly what he and Rachmaninoff did, but we do know that in early 1900, they met daily for four months. Hypnotism had by then broken free of its peculiar, almost cultic beginnings and was finally becoming accepted as a powerful therapeutic tool. Even Dahl's contemporary Sigmund Freud practiced it for a time, but Freud hypnotized his patients to provoke a catharsis, which he believed would purge the psyche of long-repressed trauma. Dr. Dahl's approach we would recognize as considerably more modern. It was pretty much a pep talk. You will begin to write your concerto, he told Rachmaninoff. You will work with the greatest of ease. The concerto will be of excellent quality. And so on and so on, every day the same. It worked. Rachmaninoff completed his second piano concerto, and it has become one of the most popular classical pieces ever written. We don't know a great deal about Nicholas Dahl, but every pianist who plays the concerto sees his name on the title page of the score for the composer dedicated the work to him. So, if we have to call a creative lull writer's block, then maybe there's something universal there after all. For it was the power of mere words that unblocked Sergei Rachmaninoff. I'm Roger Kaza at the University of Houston, where we're interested in the way inventive minds work.